Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Mike Colas It Takes back again. Another new podcast episode here for you. This one might be on the shorter side, but some things to discuss in the world of sports. And we're going to start it off like the last pod with a funny uh, video variety here. Uh, It's circulating the interwebs as we speak. And, you know, this being the coldest it takes, I think uh, I think this would be a good topic of discussion to, uh, you know, start the start the pod, start the day here. So here we go. And, you know, verbal meme, you know, I'm sure maybe you've seen the video, maybe you haven't. But, you know, it's funny. So uh, do your best. Do your best here. Verbal meme. All right. I know I know you heard it. It it was loud. Now Now this video synopsis here uh is it's the gritty off, okay? Um posted on on Barstool Twitter and you know, immediately when I saw this this video, I laughed my ass off because one it was funny. And two, it reminded me of, you know, when I was a kid growing up. And when I was a kid growing up in school, we learned how to skip. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the gritty, you know, it's from, it's a dance from a song. And it's blown up to like, uh, you know, thanks to the, the likes of guys like Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson in the NFL it's a really cool dance, very fun. You know, they threw it in in Fortnite. You know, you see everybody doing it at sporting events in life. And apparently when you just got the the people over for I don't know, a birthday party, whatever. Um so it's a bunch of bunch of kids, you know, doing the gritty off, everybody's competing. And you know, we love the competition here on the coldest it takes. And yeah. Um I I don't know I don't I don't know where to begin on this video. Uh, the two the two uh, gentlemen competing here they they pretty much look the exact same. I'm pretty sure the kid who lost uh, was un unfair. You know the deliberation occurred, but I think the kid who lost he deserved the crown there. He deserved the W, and you know it seemed like he he executed his gritty to another level and you know i'm i'm we're we're watching it again here we go yeah i'm i'm going to say you know it, it's hard you know the the gritty it's one of these dances where yeah you know you're you're showing out whatever but i'm going to say you know the kid who lost he seemed like he was a little bit more Focus. He had his eyes on the prize where the the kid who ended up winning seemed like, you know, it was, you know, it was good. But, you know, a little taunt, you know, a little, you know, I don't know. And I I think, you know, we're going to run it back for a third time. Yeah, the the kid who ended up winning, he was like looking down the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was rigged. Rigged for sure. Um, but yeah, it reminded me a lot of being in elementary school and learning how to skip in gym class in like third grade or something like that. And, uh, you know, I I would assume now, I would imagine that gym teachers, hey, PE teachers, hey, it's time. We're teaching the, the gritty to, you know, our, our, our kids. They got to learn. They gotta, they gotta be on the next, you know. Uh, they gotta be able to win their gritty off when it's time for them. So yeah, um, 
I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to see these kids. They ba- basically look the exact same. Do this gritty, and yeah, the kid who won, he should have lost, and the kid who lost, he should have won, and that is my take. And this is the calls to take. So we're gonna get right into it. Pop it on the instrumental. Doing it big here, and yeah, we're we're grinding. You know, it's the calls it takes. What it do? All right, so today's the day, man. Today is the day. We got big matchup in the NFL today. I've already given out some picks for the week, but regardless, um, we're going to go over it again and again and again. And it's funny as hell because, I don't know, man, I love sports. So we're going to get into it with the World Cup games going on today. And, uh, you know, no 5 a.m. starts, but we're still up early getting it in on the exercise before the day gets going. You know what I'm saying? So today in the World Cup, you know, we have a big matchups. Croatia, Belgium going at it. Canada, Morocco going at it. Costa Rica, Germany going at it. Japan and Spain going at it. All right. So here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Do I, am I a soccer expert? No. Have I watched some of the World Cup? Yes. There's only one team that I care about. And that's the United States of America. And we got a big game coming up this weekend against the Netherlands. We're about to crush them in their nether regions. You know how we do. We're getting our man... Polisic back, who scored a goal with his what? His ball sack. And yeah, he's coming back, and we're gonna keep keep it rolling. Uh, the U.S. squad is is something else, man. And you know they're young, but they're very fierce. You know they're a tough team, tough team. So we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. But yeah, you know this first game. Huh? I guess uh, switching up the beat here real quick. We're going to go back to the the lo-fi beats. All right, so first game, World Cup. On the day, Croatia, Belgium. Now, we all thought that Belgium was going to be a little bit better than what they actually were or are. Uh, but still, a lot of implications in the group. And uh, I don't know, kind of like Croatia in this in this matchup. Uh, you'd think Belgium is is could sneak one, but I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna lean Croatia here. The next matchup, Canada Morocco. Canada was supposed to be a lot better than how they played. Another young team like uh, United States, but Morocco has has really come to play in, in this World Cup, and you know they can move on in the group. And so I'm kind of thinking Morocco gets gets it done and and moves on. So I'm gonna gonna ride with Morocco there. Then we have, you know, I'm gonna save I'm gonna save this other match for last. But then we have Japan and Spain. Spain seems like the you know the powerhouse of the World Cup right now. If they if they lose, you know, I, I feel you know they could draw this game. And be fine, but to me, there's no shot they lose. Like Japan has, has played really good, but they also lost to Costa Rica, and Spain, you know, kicked the shit out of Costa Rica. So, I, I don't really know what to expect, especially you know out of this group. Uh, so, but still, though, with that being said, Spain seems like the more uh, dominant team. They seem like they could win the the whole cup outright. Uh, before, you know, coming into the World Cup, Spain has, uh, Spain, like, left some players that uh, people thought might have been on the roster. So that, I guess that proves, like, their depth. Um, so yeah, you know, we like Spain, you know, kind of like Spain to win the whole thing if USA doesn't. We're rooting for USA, first and foremost. Uh, and then, you know, the big matchup is, uh, the day is Costa Rica, Germany. And 
what's going to happen in this matchup. Germany needs to win by two goals. They need to make up two goals. And, you know, they need a win. So they need the points. They need the goals. Can they get it done? I don't know. Schweinsteiger is not walking through that door. And, you know, I, I you know, I'm a big, you know, I was a big Schweinsteiger fan, like, growing up. He, he was my guy. I'm Italian and German. And with the Italians not being in the World Cup, you know, I, I like the germ squad. But the germ squad seems very inconsistent. So I'm thinking that they're going to come out and put up at least four or five goals. That it should be pedal to the metal for the, the whole game because they need as many goals as they possibly can because uh, they have a two-goal difference to make up. And who knows, you know, if Japan can sneak one, you know, we'll see. We'll see how – we'll see what uh, Spain does. Like, the, I guess the phrase is parking the bus or, you know, because you want to drive the bus. But then, you know, if you're up big, you're parking the bus. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. But Germany for sure – and and then, you know, if I do another pod tomorrow, we'll talk about it. But, man, USA has a winnable matchup against the Netherlands. Le- Netherlands was one of those teams that people were kind of touting. And USA has been kind of flying under the radar a little bit, even though it's USA. And everyone likes to, to point out that, you know, it's not our main sport. And, you know, we weren't expected to be here. But also, I feel like maybe we are expected to be in the, the knockout round. Because we've been there before, and you know, with Land, with uh, Lando Donovan, Tim Howard, Clint Dempsey, you know, all those guys. Uh, so I kind of like, I kind of, I kind of really like USA in this matchup. Like, not just because I'm from the United States of America, but because they they play, they play really aggressive, and and I like that. They play really good defense, and so as a non-soccer guy who's watching soccer the footy action i'm loving usa uh in this world cup i'm liking for them to shock people shock the world uh it would be really fun to see it'd be really fun to see another matchup um well all right so that's that's it for uh that's it for the world cup for today for what we're going to talk about and then we're just going to transition right into the Thursday night prime football. And yeah, you know, does it does it stink that Thursday night football is exclusively on prime? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I guess that's how the world works now and that's how things go. So if you don't have prime, go somewhere where you can watch this game because I feel like this is going to be a really good one. You have the Buffalo Bills facing off at the New England Patriots. I believe the the line the other day was around two, two and a half or something, and now I'm I'm seeing it come in at uh, you know minus three for the Bills, and I think the Patriots have a lot to prove in this scenario, in this game, this matchup here. Uh, last week the Patriots lost, kind of a winnable, uh, you know, the Patriots, the Vikings are very good, you know. I want to preface this by saying the Vikings are very good, but their defense has been week and Mac Jones threw for you know his his best game his most passing yards against the Vikings here so I don't know if he's going to replicate that against the Bills at you know at home in this primetime matchup because I feel like the Bills they have uh, some better a better defense but with that being said they 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 it's they don't have Von Miller Von Miller could be out for, you know, the rest of the season. He's lucky that didn't tear his ACL, but, you know, tore the lateral, meni- uh, tore the meniscus, whatever. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, that's not good for the Bills. But they do have, um, I believe his name is Rousseau, Nassau. They got, they got some guys coming, coming off an injury to play in this game. And I think that helps on their defensive front. But if we're looking at the the different sides of the ball here, offense, we're giving it to the Bills. Defense, we're giving it to the Patriots. Patriots' defense has been tremendous. They will only trail the Cowboys in, in sacks, you know, 
Uh, Matthew Judon is a beast, possible defensive player of the year candidate for sure. Um, I love the Patriots defense this year. You got Jalen Mills out there doing his thing, and you love you love to see it. Uh, you really do. Uh, but with that being said, it seems like where the Patriots are are stronger is in the defensive category because on offense, you know, better quarterback Bills, better rushing attack. Seems maybe even, uh, but wide receivers, Bills, easily. So, you know, I think the Patriots could could sneak could sneak a win if their defense can hold the Bills to, um, you know, if they can hold the Bills to under twenty points in this game, and then. And then the Patriots score over. T- you know, it, it all comes down to that. Like, to me, to me, the Patriots' defense is very strong, but against high-powered offenses, you know, we saw you know Kirk and the Vikings put up some numbers last week. So it's just like twenty, twenty-five points, and are the Patriots going to score twenty-five points? I don't know. So to me, in this game. You know, gotta still gotta lean, gotta lean Buffalo, I guess, and then lean. You know, if you're taking it straight up, I maybe I'd look at an under here. If if you're thinking the defenses show up, but I don't know. That's on you. You know, in in your sports book, do it responsibly. Unit control one eight hundred gambler. You know what it is. Um. But, yeah, so, you know, we'll see what happens there. See what happens there. And then I briefly want to talk some hockey because hockey has been so exciting. Um, the other night when I gave some picks, the, or the other morning when I gave some picks that night, you know, just classic case. Like, whenever I think the canadians are are going to show up they're going to they're going to lose and whenever i think uh you know the sharks are going to play bad they show up and it's like the same thing with columbus and you know a lot of these these crummy teams these these not as good teams right now so looking at the slate here for the 1st of december and by the way the other day, we didn't talk about it, the Boston Bruins, but their matchup against the Lightning. But it goes without saying, we're the Bruins, amazing. You know, dating back to last year in, in the playoffs, the Bruins have been undefeated at home, 20-0. And they kept, you know, and then their record to start this season at home. The Bruins are a certified wagon. And I've been seeing a lot on the NHL network that many a people were surprised about the Boston Bruins this season. Many people were surprised about the New Jersey Devils this season. And, you know, sure, the Devils, you know, they were, you know, they were, I guess, expected to take a, a step, but they've taken like a giant leap forward. I, you know, they seem to be like a top team, not so much like an upstart team, you know. But the but the Bruins, it seems like only the people in New England were are were expecting the Bruins to still be, you know, a powerhouse team. You know, you had Patrice coming back up in the air. You had the injuries with McAvoy and Marchand. You know, you didn't know what you were gonna get out of Krejci, Feligno, DeBrusque, and you know it, what the Bruins are doing right now uh, is absolutely tremendous and so we want the cup for sure and with that being said your boy because I talked about it how I like the upstart Buffalo Sabres I'm going New Year's Eve Sabres Bruins at the Garden cannot wait it's going to be a lot of fun I'm ecstatic. You know, the the tickets, they came in. Shout out to Francis, who I bought the tickets off of. 
and I'm, I'm hype, 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 hype. Cannot wait to go. It's going to be a great time. Uh, haven't been to a hockey game in person since going to uh, the UMass hockey. Uh, Northeastern played UMass back when, you know, UMass went to the national championship, won the national championship with guys like Mario, uh, Cal McCarr, Mario Ferraro. You had uh, Matt Murray in, in that, not, you know, the other Matt Murray, you know. Uh, but that team back in the day was so good. And I remember being at that game, going to UMass hockey games, yeah, UMass sports in general is a lot of fun. And, man, I remember I, I remember wanting to see that team play. And, and it was it was like a it was like a joy. You know, I got to go with uh, my girlfriend who went to UMass at the time. Her sister played in the band and it was so cool, man. I remember some other people, they were like, well, man, college hockey. Ugh, ugh. But nah. College hockey, a lot of fun, especially that season. They had some absolute studs on the team. Uh, Kale McCarr got to witness him in person, got to see, got to see them play, got to eat chicken tenders, experience UMass dining, got got to be on Nesson. It was sick. It, you know, it was a dream come true. And I'm hoping, you know, we get we get similar vibes. You know, the Bruins next game is against Cal McCarr and the Avs at home. I think that's going to be a very tough matchup. Uh, but that should be a really fun matchup. It's going to it, people are going to be loving to see Cal McCarr and as they should. And so I think that game's going to be a lot of fun. But I am so excited to go New Year's Eve and watch the the Bruins play the Sabres. And uh I I can't I can't wait. Like I really can't. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so much fun. And you know, we thought about going to the Winter Classic and and you know, looking at the ticket prices and you know, just being in being in Fenway would be cool. Like going to the Winter Classic is cool. Uh, but I kind of just figured, like, man, I really want to go see the the Sabers play too. You know, and I don't know, the seat the seats we got are so so good and i'm 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 so hyped i can't i cannot wait to go so uh look look for that december 31st look for me your boy i'll tell you where my seats are when we get closer to the date um yeah amazing so with that being said december 1st on the hockey slate we have the vegas golden knights Going into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is a short favorite in this matchup, and Vegas really hasn't played that great as of late, and Pittsburgh's been starting to play a little bit better. Uh, but still, I, you know, this is the type of game where anything could happen, so I kind of would lean to the Vegas Golden Knights plus one and a half in this matchup. Uh, but before before we even get into it, the other night, Seattle, uh, well, a couple things actually. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna pull this up. Freaking, uh, what's his name? Jack Edwards talking about Pat Pat Maroon the other night, and then he he uh, goes and it's like, you know, I'm making. Uh, here, you guys can you guys can listen to it. Let me pause this. Alright. So the other night, you know. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. 238 pounds. That was day one of training camp. I got a feeling he's had a few more pieces between all right, so Jack Edwards, man, the longtime Bruins announcer, announcer, quite the personality. You know, we we love him in New England, 
But damn, bro, you know, that was a low, a low blow to uh, Pat Maroon. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. But still, regardless, you know, Jack, man, come on. Now, it's funny because literally right before this happened, they, you know, the the Bruins, they, they put up a graphic after they scored the first goal of the game. And they put up a graphic, you know, saying the stat about, you know, their record when they score first. And I liked that by the the Bruins to put up the graphic and not have the announcers talk about it and do the announcer jinx. Because we saw in the NFL that it, it the announcer jinx, it'll come for everybody. It'll come for every announcer in the league. And it, and it works. And you may be a, a lot of superstitious or a little, but, I mean, one tried and true thing in sports is the announcer jinx. jinx. So the other thing about this that I found funny was, so, you know, that pops up on the screen. And, you know, whenever I watch a Bruins game with my girlfriend, she always remarks about, you know, Jack Edwards and, like, what he says. And it's pretty funny because, like, I've been watching the Bruins for a while now, and so it kind of, I've kind of, like, glazed over to it. And she's kind of, you know, new. And so it's funny. It was really funny to see her, you know, ch- you know, talk about Jack Edwards and you know his uh, announcing style, and then and then he just goes and does this about uh, Pat. So the next the next day, you know, uh, Pat he gets on Twitter and he, he talks about making a donation to people who you know were bully, bully, mental health, struggling, all that stuff. And so that was a super cool, um, a super cool gesture. And this is, you know, the season of giving. So, you know, might be a good idea whether whether you donate because of that, or you know what, you know, or if you don't want to donate to the Lightning because you're just like a die, you know, a diehard Bruins guy or whatever. You know, I would. You know, the Buffalo Bills—they made a donation to the Detroit Lions, so it's like it's not uncommon to to do that. So I think that is good faith, and it's it's great. It's great to see. It's great. It's great to give. It's great to do things for other people. You know, you love you love to bring joy to other people. Like potentially, I could be bringing joy to the people right now. Maybe. So anyway, back back to back to the lo-fi beats. So we were talking we were talking December first games, okay? We have Wow, we have uh the we have the Colorado Avalanche at the Buffalo Sabres. Man, I really like the Sabres, but they have ridiculously poor goaltending right now. So depending on who's starting in that, you know, I don't know if I see them covering the one and a half. That's that that that's a little tough. And Colorado's over two dollar favorites here so um and Co- you know colorado's been a little vulnerable this season but i think they have the better team better goalie so would lean colorado there next up you got tampa bay at the philadelphia flyers you know um flyers at home will they wear the ponts i don't know most likely because that seems to help them a little bit. But Tampa Bay, they're they a tough team. You know, they went, they've, you know, Stanley Cup, they win the Stanley Cup almost every year lately. And they're a good team, but they've been a little bit vulnerable this year as well. But I think you got to take Tampa Bay there and just be on the lookout for a John Tortorella freaking quote. Because he's been, he's been laying into his team lately. And it's, it's funny. Next up, we have the Preds at the New Jersey Devils. The Devils looking to keep it rolling, and I think they do. So, got to go with them there. They're 
two over two dollar favorites. Honestly, you could take that minus one and a half. You know, I'm hoping to go back to that Colorado Avalanche Sabres game. I'm hoping the Sabres make it a game. I really do. I just want to get that on the record. Next up, we have the Edmonton Oilers at the Minnesota Wild. And the Oilers have been in some ridiculously close games this season so far. And they've been playing a lot lately. And I don't know if that's good or bad for them. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, you know, Connor McDavid, you know, you got Connor to, to Leon, and they're freaking so dynamic. And it's like they score at will. So I would take maybe Edmonton plus one and a half in this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Wild win the game outright. I, you know, the, either team could win. It's hockey. But. I don't know. The Edmontons, they've been playing a lot of games lately. Back to back here. Next up, God, the they're not back to back. No, they played on two, uh, Monday. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Edmonton, see what it do. But I don't know. Minnesota, they're supposed to be like ho the hockey state. That's going to be a good game, I think. Really good game. Edmonton Oilers, Minnesota Wild. Very good game. Next up, Carolina Hurricanes at the St. Louis Blues. This Blues have been playing a lot better lately. They've been getting uh, better performances out of their goalies. Uh, Carolina proved to be a tough team to play, but they've been pretty vulnerable lately. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not too interested in that game, to be honest with you. So I'm just going to move on. Next up, Anaheim Ducks at the Stars. Stars on home ice. Stars have one of the best lines. Robinson's a beast. Stars. Enough said. Next up, the Montreal Canadiens at the Calgary Flames. Uh, Calgary Flames are big favorites in, in this game. And so that kind of scares me because when teams are, you know, big favorites, you know, they don't often deliver. They don't always deliver. And Canadians um, with... Caulfield, Cole Caulfield, they're they're pretty good, but they kind of stink as well. So I would lean, you know, Calgary there. Maybe even Calgary minus one and a half, because the Canadians just haven't been doing it thus far this season. So now that I've said that, you know, they'll probably be in this game. Next up, it, it's a dangerous one. It's the Washington Caps. At Capitals at the Seattle Kraken. Now, the Capitals have been a weird team this year, you know, with injuries, but Ovi's still doing his thing. Ovi's Ovi. And the Kraken, man, they're like an upstart team, and they just put up goals. Like, they put, they put up nine goals the other night against the Kings. And the Kings are one of those teams. And, and then they let up eight goals. And the Kings have been one of those teams where, like, they, they haven't – they haven't really they, – they don't really produce much. You know, um, they, the Kings have kind of been struggling this year. We'll get into them the last matchup of the night. But this game, you know, you got Capital – you got Kraken, short favorite. feel like you could go either way here, but I would, I would lean Capitals here for sure, It'll, at least the plus one and a half. Then you have Florida Panthers at the Vancouver Canucks. And Vancouver, they've been playing pretty solid. You know, they took an L the other night. Uh, but I think, you know, they're home dogs. They're, uh, you know, home dogs. Florida with some injuries. Think, think we're leaning Vancouver there. Then final matchup of the night, we're looking at the Arizona Coyotes at the Los Angeles Kings. Now, I just got done talking about the Kings. This should be, like, an easy game for the Kings. Like, the Kings should win this game. But they're coming in as big favorites. And that, you know, not, not super big favorites. The biggest favorite of the night right now is the Flames against the Habs. But the Kings, the Kings, they should get it done. But the Coyotes, they play feisty. And when they're really pretty much counted out, they seem to have shown up at least covered games. So I don't know, man. Maybe be on the lookout for a Coyote upset. 
because the Kings scored so many goals the other day or Kyle cover. I don't know, but that's what I, I would, I would lean with, you know, this is non-financial advice, you know, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of what I like in the league. Uh, I cannot believe that. Man, this is just a, a fun slate of games here. I think the best games of the night, I, that Edmonton Oilers Minnesota Wild game should be a lot of fun to watch. It's going to be a good night for sure. Then on the basketball front, there's only one game, and it's the Mavs and the Pistons. And, you know, Luka's Luka. You know, they're big favorites. Mavs should win that game. Um but the Pistons, they got some some young studs on the team. Could make it interesting. You never know. But with that being said, got to talk about the Celtics and their home start. And the Celtics, they they had a big game. They had a big game. You know, uh, they played the Heat this past night, and they hosted. Uh, you know, Prince William and the uh, Prince William and Kate, the the Prince and Princess of Wales, they were at the game. And we're going to listen. Not that ad. We're not going to listen to that. All right, so the Prince and Princess of Wales were at the game last night, and it was a it was a mixed reception, and it started off with some cheers as you heard, and then it mixed over with some boos as you heard. But the thing that you could not see in the video because this is a voice podcast, and if you haven't seen the video, there is one Celtics fan just looking deadpan, and that was freaking hilarious. So I enjoyed that. Uh, then, so we hosted the royalty, had a tough, somewhat tough game against the Heat, but we were up big in the first quarter, and then we were able to pull away. Again, Jason Tatum, freaking stats, unbelievable, man. Jason Tatum, let me pull it up here. He, let me get the beat back on. The Jason Tatum stat. Oh, man. Jason Tatum, the first player in NBA history to record multiple games of 45-plus points, 10 rebounds, and 8-plus threes. The man went off. Jay Tatum had 49 points, 11 rebounds, and 2 steals, and then the 8 three-pointers made. He, he was balling. The Celtics... Are in a zone right now. They look like a complete team. Brogdon came out and said it the other day about how he loves playing with Boston. And he is come from the Bucks, who are also a very good team. Now he's playing in Boston. And the Celtics look like they're on a mission right now, trying to get back to the finals and just put the clamps down. You know, the Bruins, they want the cup. The Celtics, they want the the NBA Finals trophy and this this could be the year you know this could be it you know the Celtics barring injury and but they look really cohesive and I've been loving it been loving it quite a bit and uh yeah so that's been pretty cool um and that's pretty much it on the docket for what I wanted to talk about this morning um yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh on the the TV realm, been watching the new uh Netflix series Wednesday. And very cool. You know, very cool. Yeah, Adams family, but you know, following Wednesday Adams and I think for a series where it's like they 
you know, it's it's a it's an original series, but it's with the old, you know, the old Adams family, you know, whatever. So I I'm loving the story because it's it seems very original and it's a lot of fun. It gives off some you know Harry Potter vibes, and it it's it's a great watch. So I I definitely recommend that. Um, and then the other show that I've been watching is I've been watching Manifest, and I feel like that show is pretty sweet as well because it's like. You know, it's good messages. It's a compelling story, but it's a it's good messages in general. And and if you just even take in the word manifest, it's like, you know, what are we doing right now? We're manifesting. We gotta we gotta manifest what we want in this life. And we gotta be there for the people that we love the most. So, you know, I'm I'm only on the first season of Manifest, you know, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You know, I did fall asleep in the episode I watched last night, but I, you know, I enjoy the show quite a bit. So Wednesday manifest those shows are kicking butt right now. And the last thing we're going to talk about today before we get out of here is, Hey, my, my girlfriend's business is, is popping off right now. And you, if you should get on the website and check it out, she sells, uh, you know, crystals, uh, of that variety. I don't know if you're into crystals and beads and things, things of that nature. I am. It's really, really cool. So check it out. You know, druzylotus.com. That's D-R-U-Z-Y lotus.com. She's, you know, she ships the, you know, we got the whole method going, you know, she got the website, um, you know, good shipping, good deals on the crystals, a lot of different varieties. So if you're into that sort of thing, into enhancing your spiritual wellness, definitely check it out. And I will say that this shit works, man. It's good vibes. And you got to put that positivity in your life and protect your peace because you don't know when those energy vampires are coming to suck your soul, bro. So you got to stay, you got to stay on top of things. And, you know, I found... You know, uh, it, it's really worked for me, and I, I couldn't be happier for for her business to, f- you know, finally be taken off. She's put a lot of work into it. I've helped out with the website and helping her, you know, get through the process. And, you know, it's cool. Like, um, you know, I remember, you know, last year when I was, I was making and sell- uh, selling sweatshirts and hats. Like, that was really cool and really fun. I'm glad that I helped out to uh to do that sort of thing and now it's cool to see her you know go in this route so it's cool man and so you know will we see a colas who takes you know polo or you know maybe so that might be on the horizon but for sure check out the druzylotus.com she's crushing it and um yeah, so that's going to do it for the pod today. You know, possibly check me out tomorrow or the next day. Definitely going to talk about the NFL slate this weekend and USA soccer. Let's get it. Uh, so thanks for joining today. Take it easy and peace. Hey, what's good? Uh, forgot to mention one thing. I don't know if I talked about it the other day. But I just gotta, I just gotta talk about this real quick because it's it's pretty funny and it's just like a whole. I don't know. It just like proves my point about how fucking weird people are sometimes. But you know, it is what it is, right? So check this out. Check this out. So like, I've been separating my personal twitter account and then my account for sports gaming and you know the pretty much just regular stuff i like you know and because i i found that you know there's a lot of people that just try to like creep on you or they just they're just mean people you know there's mean people out there and so on my personal account and then there's just people where like 
I don't know, like, you know, it's it's my personal account, so I don't really want to be, like, flooding people's timelines with, you know, just whatever. So it's out of respect, and it's out of, you know, there's a lot of sketchy people out there. So, you know, I have my my Twitter account for for all the things I like, and then I have, like, a personal Twitter account where I pretty much never go on. And so the other day, you know, I go on my personal Twitter account in the morning and I tweet a high school musical lyric from, you know, the song Breaking Free. You know, like, we're soaring, flying, there's not a star in heaven that we can't reach if we're trying because we're breaking free. You know, you know that song. And, you know, whatever. Make fun of me if you want. Uh, so I, I tweeted this high school musical song lyric on my personal account. For, and it was my first tweet in a, in a while, like a, a good while. So I knew that, you know, people would see it, that it would float and people would see it. And so people definitely saw it. And... This one person seemed to be so upset that I tweeted it that, you know, they unfollowed me. And this was like an early morning tweet, too. So it's like you got to imagine this dude wakes up and, you know, it's like, oh, my, you know, oh, Mike, Mike uh, hasn't Mike tweeted and he hasn't tweeted in a while. And then so it gives you the thing. And they see it, and it's just, like, a, a fucking high school musical lyric. And they got so upset. They're like, oh, fuck this guy. This guy's fucking weird. And um, I think it's hilarious because it, it just it, it proves my point that, you know, there's, you know, frustrated and mad people, like, wherever you go. But, man, like... The, there's some frustrated ass people where near where I live, and and it's weird because it's like this dude would seemingly have you know everything going for him, and you know, wife, kid, all all this and that, and it's just funny as hell to me because like it just shows the personality that you have, and it just shows it it makes me. It makes me think, like, you're the type of dude that would be at the January 6th riots, like, that were at the Capitol, like, 100%. And, like, I'm really glad I separate things because me existing shouldn't get you that frustrated. And, and, like, I should be able to say what I want and hang out with the people that I like and, and, you know, do what I like without you getting so butthurt about it that you're just like, you know, fuck this guy. And it's just, it's just funny to me because like, I, you know, I go on the dude's page and it's like, it's all the same types of dudes where it's like, they all think they're fucking right all the time. And it's just like, all the tweets are so fucking negative. And it's just like, bro, you have everything going for you, man. Like, why are you so mad? And why am I making you so mad? And it's funny to me because it's just like all all this negativity is what propels certain people. And it's kind of fucked up. And so it's it's great, man. Like, you know, I, I love it because it seems like it really pisses people off. You know, this this like literally like every tweet is like I it's like, man, I hate Halloween. Man, I hate people that that wear white shoes. It's like, bro, like I love Halloween. I I wear white sneakers, white shoes occasionally. Like, fuck you, man. You know, fuck me, fuck you, dude. So, I'm glad that my uh, high school musical tweet uh, got to this person, and you know, cause like I'm just out here having fun, man. Out here living my life. I, you know, p- people people around me they you know they they were like oh why why do you why did you hang out with with these people you know they they were confused as to why i, I hung out with like
people who were who were gay. And I'm just like, because I think they're cool. You know, I like this person. Like, we, we bonded, you know, share similar interests. So, like, it's, it's funny to me in that regard. And then... And then it's like, I, re- I remember how during, during COVID, like, people would be so upset and, like, people I knew would be so upset about, like, how the NFL, and pretty much any sporting event, they, you know, they put, and they still have it today, like, end racism, stop hate, choose love. People be upset about that shit. I'm like, come on, man. Like, choose love, bro. Like, you have all this shit going for you in life, but you're you're mad about these little ass things. Like, come on, man. Like, do better. And uh, but yeah, so you know, I, I you know, I think it's I, I think it's funny, and uh, that you know people behave this way, and it's like. What I was talking about in the podcast about what Jack Edwards said and this this dude on a podcast I listened to the Dan Lebitard show Roy Bellamy he you know he's said some shit that like was true about you know Jack Edwards and the whole situation because like you shouldn't be talking like that about people and and then some butthurt, frustrated guy just comes and, and chirps at Roy, and Roy puts his ass in his place, and um, it's just fucking ridiculous, bro. And I don't know, man. There's just so many frustrated people, and yeah, I get it. You know, like, you're going to be frustrated sometimes, but, like, if you you seemingly have everything going for you, and you're still just so confused and and bought her about like this little these little ass things, so it just it's just really telling on the type of people that are in the world and the type of people that you know you live near and stuff. So like yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you got you woke up in the morning while you were get getting ready. You're doing whatever. You like you saw my high school musical tweet and and you were like fuck this guy. Because that shit cracks me up. So fuck you too, kid. Peace. It's cold as it takes. We're just out here to have fun. Me existing shouldn't piss you off that much. We're just having a good time. And, you know, love is love. Respect. Gotta have respect for everybody, you know, even if they're different than you. Uh, So much love. Peace. Take it easy.